0: Well, that's exactly uh, uh, the, the point. Uh, one must be um, careful to, to, to criticise uh, everything that Judge Masipa said. Mm. Um, for 99% of uh, what I've attended to and listened to in her judgment, I'm, I'm quite satisfied that she considered uh, everything in law that was supposed to be considered, the case law. Uh, she made uh, a, a good analysis of, of, of what the requirements are before sentencing is handed down, etc., etc. However, uh However, the, the, the 1% that I can criticize is actually the end conclusion. And the only reason I base that uh, is because um, uh, seeing that the minimum sentencing act requires her to hand down a sentence of 15 to 20 years for a first offender, she she deviated to such an extent from that requirement that's set by the legislator uh, almost nine years if you start calculating at the absolute minimum that the legislator requires for her to hand down as a guideline. Now, that in itself... Uh, it's more than sufficient reason, if you ask me for Fari um, Nel to seriously consider lodging a request for leave to appeal within the next 14 days. Obviously, the mere fact that Judge Masipa herself, immediately after the court proceedings uh, and, 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 and sentence, suggested that she is even amicable to listen and attend to a request for leave to appeal today, suggests in her own mind also she expects some kind of a possible appeal, from the state side at least. Uh, I, I do concur with the sentiments raised by the defence team. Uh, there's absolutely no reason for them uh, to even consider lodging an appeal because uh, they will then take the risk, obviously, for the sentence to be increased. So the only, only party uh, that possibly can consider an appeal would be and should be Gary uh,
1: now, I, I find it curious. Just going back to previous arguments and uh, contestation over her understanding, and as you say, the conclusions she reached when the whole issue of dolus eventualis uh, was raised, and what some said was an error in law. So she passed down the sentence and re-emphasizing uh, that term in dolus eventualis, but somehow reached six years in terms of the sentence. Can you just take us through legally uh, what what she meant by this, if we were talking about intent in the form of dolus eventualis?
0: Yeah, A, a big a big fuss was made about the fact uh, and, and now I'm talking from the perspective of the defence side. David mm. Rue, in his of arguments and during his arguments uh, in mitigation before sentencing, made a huge thing about the fact that uh, the perception in the community is that Oscar Pastorius uh, committed murder in such a manner that it was almost equivalent to what we call dolus directus, which is direct intent. Now, direct intent, obviously, is a much more serious kind of intention than in comparison to, for example, dolus eventualis, the one that you've been referring to. Now, that in itself uh, mu- must obviously have an impact on the sentence to be handed down by a court. The more serious um, the intention, the more severe the sentence is supposed to be. That is the argument in, in, in trite law. Now, Judge Masipa, in a judgment, um, obviously said, but listen, in general terms, I wouldn't have allowed such arguments before me because it's irrelevant and therefore inadmissible. But I do concur with the sentiments raised by Barry Rue, and therefore I allowed it. And in actual fact, I also conclude that that is exactly uh, the, the the stance of the matter. The perception out there is not the correct perception and I want to put it in perspective and I want to put it straight. Um, so therefore, that was the whole argument surrounding Dolis eventualis and we came uh, once again out in a sentencing argument. But the fact of the matter is um, even if uh, she she, take, or she took all those things into consideration, one must be bear in mind that the legislator uh, suggested that there are certain parameters and a court should not, for flimsy reasons, deviate from such parameters. She even referred to the case law cited by Gary Nell himself for the state, the Lakazi's case, Dodo's case, Alca's case, and all those cases. Correctly, the judges pointed out that as a starting point, 15 years should be handed down. In exceptional cases, highly exceptional cases, and for no flimsy reasons, only then can she deviate. Judge Masipa only, if I understood understood her uh, uh, reasoning correctly, cited three reasons why she found uh, uh, exceptional circumstances to deviate. Namely, the continuous remorse allegedly uh, 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 suggested by Oscar Pasturias. Second of all, the fact that he um, continuously wanted to engage with the family of uh, Viva Steenkamp. And then third of all, the fact that he asked Dr. Stipp inter alia intervene and try to save Riva Stenkamp's life immediately after the incident. Those were the only three reasons that she seriously uh, advanced as a reasoning for deviating from the requirements set by the legislator. Now, make no mistake, if this matter should proceed to the Supreme Court of Appeal, then Gerinel is seriously going to uh, uh, try and persuade those judges that Basipa uh, could, be, could be wrong on law on that aspect as well that he was on the previous occasion.
1: Now, there's also the concept of justice, justice being served, and that's based upon the rights and duties of the individual person and in line with what you're talking about in terms of whether or not he would have foreseen, which was also part of arguments in court. How then in this case... To her mind, does she see justice having been served? She says she believes that uh, a long-term prison will not serve any justice, that there was no indication that the victim was in an abusive relationship, or this was a case of gender violence.
0: Yeah. Well, in all fairness towards Judge Masipa, uh, correctly pointed out uh, Bayer is that in each and every case, uh, each case must be individualized. Uh, no two cases are similar and maybe that was the reason why she decided to deviate to such an extent from the otherwise uh, applicable and suggested minimum sentence that should have been uh, handed down um, now obviously uh, the only problem the majority of legal experts of the could have or should have is the fact whether this this case must set a precedent for future uh, convictions of, 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 of people um, being convicted of murder. Because obviously you can think for yourself, the, the first opportunity I have as a defense lawyer uh, to put arguments in litigation before a court where my client has been convicted of murder is to refer to Masipa's judgment and sentence in uh, Oscar Pestudius' uh, uh, matter. And, and, and that can be a guideline or might be construed mm. as a, uh, a precedent for future uh, uh, murder trials. And and I think that is the concern by by critics uh, against the judgment. But for the major part of it, and I would like to say 99% of her judgment is, is spot on with regard to the law.
1: But just in terms of people's understandings, because uh, let's not forget that we're also dealing with layman's understanding of
0: what yeah. is being
1: handed down. And if we look at uh, the idea of fault, that's uh, that runs through the fabric of the legal order and also uh, the community standards on, on conduct. So for those who are critical of it, saying that six years is not long enough, to them they see a fault having been committed and him getting off lightly. If we're talking about justice being done,
0: well, obviously, as uh, Judge Masipo also correctly pointed out, you can never satisfy everybody out there. You will always have um, those in support of your judgment and those that criticise us to the extreme. I think the balance, uh, and that is the, the that is the requirement set by, by, by our law, is for a judge presiding in any trial to strike a balance between the interests of the community, uh, the personal circumstances of an accused, and obviously the seriousness of the offence. And those three things, uh, Judge Masipa, uh, in, in my mind, at least referred to and, and, and took that into consideration. Uh, typically, it's referred to as the triad of Zin, uh, and, and, and in indicating that those three things are paramount when a court must make a, a, a judgment call and a sentencing. Okay. Also remember, there's a huge discretion that it lies with the trial, trial presiding trial judge when sentence is handed down. Um, it's not exact science, and therefore, uh, uh, no court of appeal will easily intervene unless uh, the judge was probably wrong in a verdict.
1: So just finally then, um, if we're talking about justice as fairness, do you believe that, that a precedent has been set and that uh, similar judgments could now be made given all um, the circumstances that you've just explained and the explanations given by the judge in her sentencing?
0: Yes, to a large extent I do uh, uh, Feel that sentiment. Uh, we've got a we've got a principle in the law which we call the, the started decisis rule, which means that all lower courts are bound by the decision of any high court in their jurisdictional area. So at least for any and all courts in the let's call it in the northern provinces, Hating and the old Transvaal, uh, if you if you can call it that, all those courts are bound by this judgment for, for as long as it stands and until, for example, the Supreme Court of Appeal intervenes and sets the sentence aside.